we can, we can do a quick overview of each episode, just see if there's anything we're missing, right? So episode one is basically a lot of intro, it's character intros. Wilhelm arrives at the school, the expectation is that he's gonna love this upper class lifestyle, and he just doesn't, he doesn't mm-hmm. really fit in. All the other kids are sort of trying to ingratiate themselves with him, and he's just not having it. And then there's, of course, the boy who sings beautifully yeah. and who challenges him yes. and who calls him a welfare prince. Yeah, yeah right? I think the episode does a really good job of sort of, it's not just one meet cute, it's like three meet cutes. <laughs> and they both, they all work really well in you understanding this, this sort of attraction. And I did read your post about the final scene, which I thought was mm. really, really, really interesting. Sort of that moment where they both realized, realized. that there's that's something right. here. That there's something, something there. Something's going on here. There's an attraction here, like yeah, especially yeah. from the point of view of Simon, who takes a beat longer because he's not expecting it at all to be like, yeah. oh, oh, okay. And and yeah, the, I think it does a pretty good job of setting up that world. One thing I love about the episode is the first time we meet Mikke, Simon's dad. The show does a lot of things to sort of show that he's unemployed, he's an alcoholic, he's not a good person. But when they talk about putting with booze, right? And he's like, hey, of course, I'm going to fix the party for you kids, right? I know what it was like when I was a kid, meeting a girl, and he's like, I'm gay, dad. And the dad is like yeah. instantly, oh, right, sorry, a guy. And I, I, I love how the show sort of sets him up to be this super bad person. And any other show would have like made him a raging homophobe. And this show just goes, nope, we're not having that discussion. There are no homophobes here. He's I, alcoholic, I, he's terrible, and his son is gay, and he doesn't give a shit. Part of what I love about it is that it, it I would say he's, he's not necessarily a terrible person. He's just a person with a lot of problems mm. and needs probably rehab and therapy and all kinds of things. But the fact that he does so unconditionally accept his son and really want a relationship with both of his kids and really you can tell craves it when he shows up at the end with the flowers and everything, that he is like a good person at heart, just lost or something. Mm. I love the show's kind of empathy in that. Yeah, that it's not just a villain bad dad, right? There's more to it there. And so I thought that was pretty good. I also like that the show was explicitly like, he's gay, you know, don't question, just just putting it all out there, laying (laughs) cards on the table. This is not a coming out story. This isn't, he does not need to come to terms with his sexuality. Oh yeah, and uh, not, not that it matters that much, but I imagine that the American student, that's just like a thing that happens. Like she probably has like Swedish parents, like the girl who's speaking English all the Madison, time. Madison, yeah. Probably half American, grew yeah. up in the US, can speak Swedish, but not she, really comfortable. Yeah. And I think that's the way, actually the way I do it. I have some friends who have immigrated to Sweden. And if we talk right, then I will speak Swedish and they will speak English and it's fine. It's, it's, you have to sort of get used to it. it takes, because it's so easy to just switch to English, right? But it's, 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 a, it's a decent way of doing it. Um, yeah. It adds some cute flavor to the story, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Plus, she was cute with her Wicca, like, yeah. <laughs> saging <laughs> under the bridge. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> shaman dress or whatever. Yeah, she's, and then... She's like, oh, dress up, shaman. Ooh. <laughs> okay, yeah, you, you go, girl. Fantastic. <laughs> Loved it. I bet she's from California. No. <laughs> No, I think they said, they said she's from New York. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I stand corrected. <laughs> um, anything else from that first episode? I don't think so. I think those are all my notes, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And then the, the second episode I just call soccer game because I just <laughs> highlight what I care about. Totally not a date. No, totally not uh, a date. I love how cute Simone is when they get to the soccer game and his friends are like, wait, is he, they're all like teasing. He's like, no, I don't have any. What are you talking about? And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. It's also nice that it's that the show sort of really hits home the whole no homophobia thing, right? Here's, here's his best friend from childhood or whatever. And his friend is like, 
clearly see that there's something going on here, right? It's like, hey, oh, the prince, you like him? Like, like him? Everyone's just cool with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, the prince is the more the thing, yeah. notable yeah. thing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, the second episode is basically, yeah, like the aftermath of that first party uh, where Willem is constantly trying to uh, connect with uh, Simon and uh, August <laughs> is constantly being like, no, 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 yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, which works really well until eventually he has to physically take himself out of the school to be able to connect on that level with him. And it's interesting though, it's also where we see that they're both trying for the rowing team. So you do see Simon also trying to make fit into the school. Mm. It's where he gets told about the tutoring too from Willem. So he's trying to understand the dynamics of this world. And he's asking for the money back from August, who does not have it. And so that that conflict is continuing to be nicely uh, set up. And then that way, that speech at the end where August is like, Look at Simon, an example of the class journey. And what? What so is happening? Strange. Oh my God. Yeah. And then we end with the movie night, right? And I looked it up because I was like, I have to know what movie this is. And it's In the Tall Grass, which is yeah. another Netflix horror movie. Henrik, I'm sure you've looked it up as well. <laughs> I should have just asked you. <laughs> of course. I haven't <laughs> seen I, it. So I, I don't know what it's about, but it's, of course nicely chosen there's a bunch of dialogue pieces from the movie that sort of fit thematically with what our characters are going through yes yes i see what you're doing there show good yes, good job good job had the rights to it so yeah. <laughs> and that of course that was a netflix movie fine they probably got a list from netflix of like here's yeah. the movies teen movies that we own pick something yeah <laughs> what was it i have one note there um yeah. sorry there's a, there's a school plaque so below they have the movie night Wilhelm starts having an anxiety attack, uh, gets out of gets out of there, right? And he sees the school, some sort of school plaque thing, the motto or whatever, right? Uh, and the subtitles didn't really capture how horrible that thing is. Because <laughs> it's really? worse. Yeah, it's it's just uh, what the hell did it say? It's like you own you own the school. Yeah, okay, that was the same part. The subtitles were just you are responsible for its legacy. But what it actually says in Swedish is more like you should feel your responsibility. You should embrace it, internalize it. So really, really sort of this is your world now, which of course then ties into the whole expectations of being a royal line of succession, inheritance, kids. So all of that thing sort of comes crashing and down. We, and and it comes down to that moment right before that first kiss. So it's all. Like, yeah, exactly. Which is like, why he's so. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. <laughs> which yeah, is why exactly. he's so hesitant. Yeah. And then at the end, it's like, no, I, I, I want this actually. Yeah. I'm going to choose me. And especially, yeah, and definitely not what he wants to see coming out of a panic attack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Episode three, which it is parents' day. So this is that one time where we really do, especially of the secondary characters, we really get a bigger sense of their home life, Felice's parents. Parents, August's mom, and even obviously, even though even the lack of anyone from Wilhelm's parents also plays into everything. So they're they're not coming, not even Eric. Much bigger responsibilities than their son slash brother. That moment where Simon and Sarah have brought their mom, uh, is it Linda, for um, lunch, but there's not a place for her. Did you also. guys get the impression that August was lying about that? Because I definitely was. I, like... I think the, the whole sequence is a little bit weird. August has too much say here right he he wouldn't this would be a school thing i mean yeah. sure he's he's the i don't know what we call it the, the prefect sort of the student liaison whatever yeah uh, but yeah but no 
Yeah, it's weird. Um, they, so it's, it's he has weird. the he's given the um, seating chart, I guess, and so I sort of interpreted it as he was supposed to have the inside scoop, but I just fully believe he was lying. Yeah, <laughs> he it, was like, "Oh, I'm gonna." Weird. It's part of his like manipulation of August. I mean, of uh, Simone of about about the money, and it's you know it's making him feel low about himself. He's trying to make him feel low about himself, and and also kind of do him a favor by letting him letting them stay yeah exactly it's he's always kind of looking for ways to say see i'm not i'm not a bad guy just because i can't give you the money i owe you look look what i'm doing for you by the way sorry to another thing we haven't talked about is the secret societies (laughs) and the multiple levels of secret societies is this where they they initiate him into the that was the first episode there's two of them right yes which which is kind of confusing uh, because in the first episode they initiate him into the house and that is all the boys who are attending this school. And if it would be in the real world, there would be like a couple of boys' houses and he would be initiated into one of them and then start the sort of that the house war with the other kids. That, that's, that's the whole reason for this thing going on, why it's so brutal. Building the whole loyalty thing, right? Uh, whereas the, the noble society thing uh, is uh, fourth episode, actually. That's right, it's the next one. And that's two different... There things right it's like slytherin and the uh, death eater cabal i don't know in terms of wilhelm and simon this is the one where uh, wilhelm is like let's forget about the kiss and then by the end he's like why don't you come over this weekend yeah. my brother's dead um so a lot emotionally like whiplash yes. <laughs> in terms of this episode but uh again those moments where we see him not caring about what is expected of him uh choosing to sit with Simon at, at, at the lunch instead of with August and everyone understanding that Diz and being like oh okay I do also like uh how Willem you can see his let's say breeding I don't like that word but uh in that luncheon scene where I can't remember what oh I think uh Sarah or somebody makes some sort of awkward comment and he immediately sort of like has the polite kind of like trying to smooth things over you, you can see he he's also educated in that world of like let's keep it all copacetic of course then Sarah goes the extra yeah. mile but yeah I mean I think he has like two moments there like first he he makes Linda feel comfortable immediately um, yeah really, really well done yeah and then when he actually goes after police right and that's what I mean by like it's funny because they do such a good job of establishing that like she's one of the people one of the only people that he actually knows and feels like a genuine connection to but then we don't really see that too much it's a shame yeah, yeah. he does greet her parents by first name because obviously he knows them they're the richest family apparently we're told but and he just knows them of course he knows them right they've met a bunch of times before my favorite thing about this episode is sarah throughout being like guys guys <laughs> you're not being subtle at all now looking back on it, knowing where she's going to end up, it's even more interesting where she goes from being this total, not not outside, I mean, they're kind of outsiders, but this totally like, what are you people doing? Like, what is this bizarre game everyone is in on that I do not think is interesting at all to sort of being a chief player in it <laughs> in mm. a couple of episodes? Yeah, she really very quickly throughout the course of that uh, semester learns the rules it's like okay is this is how it's supposed to be got it yeah almost like she needs she needs to know what the rules are and then once she does she can maneuver around them interesting I have a couple more notes and there's a thing right it's, it's uh Wilhelm is asking Simon out again and Simon is really making him work for it it's like <laughs> no no I take it back okay and then <laughs> come on use your words what do you want Say it. you want it <laughs> 
come on, boy, you can do this. It's, it's a very cute little scene. And it also sort of shows that how the thing, how Simon just doesn't really care that he's a prince, right? And in the other situation, he would be falling over himself to sort of, oh my God, the prince likes me. And this shows us, sort of, nah, gonna do the work. Really pushing Wilhelm down to his level. It's very cute. Very oh, nice. I love that boy. Uh, another note I had is about uh, the confrontations between Simon and August, mm, where yeah. uh, Simon fetches his friends and he expects them to back him up and they don't really. They they actually they're not siding with August, obviously, right? But they're going like, "What the hell are you doing? Yeah. You've changed." Is their message right? And there's a nice little mirror. They're doing a ride back on their scooters, uh, and it looks nothing like the the triumphant scooter ride yeah. he does with, with Willem earlier, right? It was very well, super happy, and now it's just super sad. And they're doing some nice cinematography there, where lighting is just completely different, and Simon is left in the dark. It's like, yeah, okay, sure, great. <laughs> Think. Again, thank you. You went to film school. Good, good. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, the scooter thing was really funny to me. Or I just suddenly had this insight into like the scooters are for them, like what cars are for American teenagers. Like when you, it's this like freedom and Mm. like you're flying, I guess. I will say the one kind of like, I really thought this didn't work for me was that scene with the friends and when they turn on him, I just didn't think it was really earned where they kind of are like, you're turning, you're just as bad as he, and I'm like, no, he's not. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm so on Simone's side that I'm blind to other perspectives. But I was a little bit like, okay, well, so the show needs him to be separated from them and they did it. But I don't know. That was my my one like legitimate critique. Fair enough. Yeah, fair. <laughs> what else? Oh, you have Felice hitting up August as well. Then she was rejected by Wilhelm and then she's at her low point. August is at the low point. Mm-hmm. So go like, like, hey, two ships meeting in the night. Kid, mm-hmm. Don't, kids. No, no, damn it. Okay, <laughs> so I see why it's happening. I really wish it didn't, but here we are. But I yeah. also find it fascinating. It just adds a layer to, especially to Felice. I don't know. It's not like they're, I mean, yes, they're kind of using each other, but I'm okay with it, with her, from, from her point of view anyway. Yeah, I it, it made sense to me, especially like the point and their journeys where they're both at. I was like, yeah, okay, I see you. Mm. And that, uh, that last scene, was really heartbreaking where you know everyone is staring at Wilhelm because spoilers Gabby (laughs) yeah that was uh I totally did not see it coming so I was just like what are they I I do think the episode does a good job of kind of being so about the dinner and will August be there or like will Simone and Willem get a chance to have their weekend and August is not there then he is there and then uh, and um uh that I was just like what is what did, did someone like just leak like to a newspaper kind of about something it was well done very sad but I thought it was a great midpoint twist yeah. and really raised those stakes yep totally I have to say sort of one if you want to make a sort of comparison with scum and make a criticism is that this show is it's on the rails, right? It's not, yeah, it's a twist, but it's not super, you, you, could, you could see it coming, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, it's, it's very it's sort of predictable. You, you see where characters, you see they start their journeys and they go, okay, you're going this way. And then they do and you're like, yeah, got yes. it, right? And that's, and, and that's not what the drama is about. Whereas Scum is way more, I didn't see that shit coming. It's more yeah. like, what the hell are the kids going to do now, right? It's less predictable. Yeah, um, so I agree. So that's a and critique the, of it, yeah, but it exactly. doesn't make the show bad. It's just yeah, exactly. It doesn't mean it's bad that you can see these beats, even the beats that I mentioned, like with August towards that mm. end or whatever. Um, because it's more about the, just that. Uh, but yes, you can definitely uh, see where it's headed. 
that episode four, which I just called the new crown prince. It's not very fun, but yeah, new crown. <laughs> I also called it um, Wilhelm just wants a hug. Uh, so the subtitle uh, yeah. <laughs> just needs a hug and just kind of like jumping but that moment where he hugs the headmistress because he's just like I desperately need a hug so obviously we this is where we start with the funeral we see Wilhelm at home with his parents a little bit we understand the new reality where he's the crown prince and once he's back in school there is a new reality a new room a new way that he's addressed the dynamic has instantly yeah he, not, he has bodyguards now Yes, yes, the body. Um, who are just trailing him. Yeah. This, is your, this is your life now. As an outsider to the world, I really appreciated how much attention they paid to those things because I don't know that I would have fully grasped what a big deal it was. Because to me, he's a prince. He was he's a prince before. He's a prince now. I don't see the difference. But the fact that, yeah, he has a bigger room, that the headmistress calls him the crown prince. Crown prince, right? Yeah. Like, um, she can't, he's almost, he's higher than her in a weird yeah. way. He's, ex- yeah. Exactly, right? Uh, he's above her. But yeah, the bodyguards, all the kind of details really, I was like, oh, okay, this is a big deal. I get it. That how the memorial for Eric at the school and that sort of heartfelt moment of his genuine desire to, uh, you know, be a good prince, whatever that means. And to him, that means really officially breaking up with um, Simon mm. was also really really well done each about what would my brother say he would say why would you have a spare if you're not going to use it (laughs) oh my god that like a piercing dagger through the heart that got me for sure me too yeah that's when I really started like connecting with Willem as a character I think that thing also loops back to what we talked about earlier about Fleece and the other upper class kids who are they all have a purpose these kids have a purpose in life they were made with a purpose which is like Oh, terrible unlike i mean us mere mortals we're just we're just there right mm-hmm. we're just <laughs> happy to live kids, our lives <laughs> yeah <laughs> these kids are planned way more yeah that thought about that as like a fucked up dynamic in any royal family of like mm. have to have to at least it's like it's about national security and politics therefore yeah. we have to have a couple of kids crazy that's, that's fucked up yeah so crazy this is the episode where yeah he where willem does get initiated into the secret society right which is also shown it's a it's a kind of interesting thing in the first scene where it's revealed august comes and grabs vincent and tells nils to fuck off i mean these three are buddies normally and it's like yeah you not you so here here's just a clear demarcation right of even inside this upper class there are different levels vincent and august they're at one level nils just isn't he just has money but he doesn't have a title he's not noble the show had kind of i mean definitely was steeped in class things throughout but i think it's that initiation that really i like paused and i really took stock of how deranged this whole <laughs> concept is <laughs> When when August says you have to swear to protect the nobility, just the the psychology of from sort of like a social so, so, uh, sociological psychological perspective of sort of like the belonging to an in group and creating a group of people who belong to an in group and have to protect that at all costs and the kind of the conditioning that happens and then the the kind of behavior that results out of that and no wonder you know we live in a world where people like that end up hoarding all this wealth and you know how, how could they do anything but that they yeah. you know that's the <laughs> all the sort of incentives are s- socially and culturally in place for that so it, you know as far as we are a product of our environment it, these kind of secret sides are not new you know the skull and bones like i get it but man i don't know what it was about that scene. well i think i think just the language of it because at the end of the day they're saying we're loyal to you and so that's like 
I don't know, different than than what I've seen before in these right. types of situations, context. Like. And part of it is Willem too, who's just this like kid and he's this like, you know, charming, like he's a nice kid, but like what about why, like this idea of that they are somehow endowed simply because of who they were born to, that they're endowed to some sort of greater worth is so, yeah, well, portrayed <laughs> let's put it yeah, that way and completely fucked up i mean obviously right this is this is yeah this is yep. the antithesis of a modern democratic society right where you can sort of you can venerate roles and what people do right but who you're born as shouldn't matter and yet you have these kids who are just perpetuating this system of bloodlines mm-hmm. yep and personal loyalty like intense personal loyalty which is like crazy I just realized I must, I must have um, subconsciously chosen this shirt on purpose. I don't know if you can see it, but it's kind of like a pirate ship. That says, <laughs> no gods, no masters, no captain. <laughs> oh, <there you> go. <laughs> and it has like an anarchist A on the, <laughs> on the sail. Nice, nice. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, yeah, and then in terms of the other big storyline, right, that ties in together eventually is that this is when um, Simon still doesn't have his money. Um, uh, he goes to his dad, his dad's drunk, he drank, angrily takes the rest of the drugs and basically kind of like blackmails uh, August into uh, selling these pills. And these are the pills that get used at, in the initiation um, <laughs> that lead to a very drunk um, or high or whatever, both uh, Will, Willem um, going back to the soccer field and give us a speech about fake fakeness even the grass is fake it's his holden caulfield uh breakdown (laughs) i love it (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i in this kind of like age of parasite and squid games and stuff um you know that uh two things one that the money impacts sort of tutoring which comes from money impacts your grade and more than just the obvious like if you're tutored you do better on a test but literally they just treat you easier really stood out to me as a like a thing that was mentioned explicitly and also that Simone is brought by circumstances that are outside of his control to a position where he has to compromise his values his relationship with his father you know to steal from his father to to get to pay for those grades you know in and a very kind of squid games way it's like the things that we're forced well, to yes. do and kind of becoming the stereotype of what people expect him to be exactly exactly so yeah. fulfilling the their perception of him to begin yeah. with and then how quick they are to to turn on him uh yeah this is we also talked about this where this is where august and Phileas are officially together and yet by the end of the episode he has kissed Sarah so steady steady everyone there is mentally doing great he's a a jealous bitch all the time yes yes (laughs) selfish insecure uh but yeah and then obviously that leads to the the ending Simon takes Willem back to his dorm and then the next morning they sort of finally accept that they like each other it's very cute and it gets immediately ruined and i love this this detail um because august isn't there for willem he's there for alexander but alexander isn't in his room just kind of by chance he manages to catch these two and he records it because obviously that's the normal response (laughs) uh, normal human response 
I do like that he records it before he realizes who yeah. Willem is with, where yes. he thinks this is going to be sort of a normal, like, make fun of my buddy uh, kind of thing. And then it's like, oh, all right, I need to sit on this now. Uh, this this is like, this is what? The weight <laughs> of my phone is suddenly, what? <laughs> this has implications that I need to, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's still drunk when, when he does, when he walks up to the window, right? He's just, well, this is funny. Haha, you got lucky. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Let's do a prank video of this thing. And then, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. Accidentally, you know, discovering state secrets, basically. Yeah, pretty much right. Oh, oh, he's breaking the oath sort of, right? You want to preserve the monarchy? This is not how you do it. It's one oath to do it right. Not gonna get there. Yeah. Yeah. And that definitely ties to the next episode when he starts asking, like, do you think he'll make a good king? Because that's like his preoccupation. But I mean, that's yeah. also his role throughout, throughout the thing, right? He, he sees it as his mission to educate Wilhelm. Yeah. To make sure Wilhelm gets all the right values, uh, becomes a good upper class kid, becomes a good future prince, right? And then later a good future king. That's, 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 he, he sees himself as a mentor and Did- Wilhelm just doesn't like him <laughs> <laughs> so much did eric did i hit ken in this i or did, did we see it happen that eric kind of indicates to august like take him under your wing i also i think i'm realizing i think what happened in my head was that i realized eric and august have been in school together so eric yeah. was probably in august's role to august and so yeah. I think august now yeah. feels like oh i can be what eric was to me Yes. Um, yeah. Which is both an ego thing and well, mostly an ego thing, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And then also keeping that con- their family, but they're not close, right? So keeping that connection. It's the same thing that we're saying. Like, I want to be important. I want to be indispensable. This yeah. is what I'm here for, right? Yeah. I need to make the bonds that that later when I can need a favor or I can call on him, like the Godfather. <laughs> Going yeah. back to the mafia. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's, it's it's all about the loyalty favors. I posted a completely different thing on my Tumblr the other day, by the way. There was an article by Colton Haynes, American actor. Who's yeah. in Teen Wolf, you know the guy. He, he came how- out a couple of years ago, but he wrote a long-ass thing about his experience with Hollywood, and it was mm. absolutely horrible. I don't know if you read it, but it was just terrible. He, he came to Hollywood in 2006 as an 18-year-old out-gay kid, right? Wanting to make it. And he's just broken down by the system. Pushed down back into the closet, while also being, he's like, read, reading between the lines, it's like he and boys like him traded sexual favors for opportunity in Hollywood. Like everyone knew this, but here you have it, right? And it's just a terrible thing that happened, uh, what Hollywood is doing. And in this post, I, I made some uh, similarities or uh, like this with uh, Young Royals and Love Victor, I compared them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is kind of interesting, the choices, the different choices that shows make right because there's there's a sex scene here the boys are having sex for the first time but in young royals it's way more awkward way more hidden we're not really showing any details it's just they're having sex great and then nothing more than that right whereas love victor it's porn i'm sorry they're making porn choices yeah have you seen season two of love victor no oh shit okay no, no, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll catch up. But, but basically, so there, there's a similar scene, right? Uh, Benji and Victor have sex uh, and his mom walks in, Isabel. But the whole shot composition, um, the whole lead up to it, right? It's all way more, they're sort of emphasizing how good looking uh, Michael Cimino and George Sierra are, right? They're showcasing their bodies. They're 20 or somethings, 
right? And it's just all it's so differently made. Um, and I don't, I don't know, the, the point of the thing was that how, how fucked up is Hollywood, really? That was sort of my point, right? Is that why, why do they make these choices? Well, and that Love, Victor went from a Disney Plus show to a Hulu show. Yeah, so it can be sexier, and they yeah. immediately went there, right? Just yeah. did no hesitation, like, oh my God, sex, fantastic, right? That, that's their choice, that's what they made, because they think that was what people want. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Hollywood. Just, this is unnecessary. Yeah, Weird. Hollywood's always had just a, such a sort of schizophrenic relationship with sex and sexuality yeah. mm. and, uh, you know, very, very prudish on the surface. I mean, going back to, you know, the contract studio days, uh, you know, you can't have men and women sleeping in a bed together, <laughs> even if they're married. But um, but at the same time, sort of the casting couch is a very real thing. And and then also with sexual, I mean, with yeah, with your uh, sexuality there's this, like the dynamic of, uh, on the one hand, especially in the modern day, there's a lot of exploitation of um, like gay romances as a mm. thing to draw audiences to make money off of, especially because there's this like mm. awareness suddenly that teen girls really like this. Um, but uh, I mean, not just gay audiences, but like straight, uh, straight audience really likes this too. Um, but at the same time, you need your, male leads to be in the closet <laughs> even though we're this like open liberal society we have to have our male leads in the closet because there's this perception that women won't be and mm. it's still a very old-fashioned idea that women won't be I'm assuming that's why Colton felt like he had to stay uh in the closet because he needed to be like um a lead in a straight show yeah right? yeah well, the, the thing is articles that everyone tells him he has to be well, yeah, and, and I also, as someone who watched both Teen Wolf and Arrow, both the shows he was in, um, there was always speculation. And so, like, it was, I was, like, a constant thing that you talked about. And also, like, there are parts of himself that are just part of himself. Like, he has a, he, he likes to dress nice, and he has, like, a great fashion sense, and he likes weird, bold choices. So, like, you know, like, that's just who he is. Uh, like, I would go to Arrow panels, and people, like, I remember a guy, he's like, what is Colton wearing? And I'm like... <laughs> like a nice suit and some weird jewelry just let him be it's fine don't worry about it so it was like it's there like it's just like you can't be explicit about it um for yeah, because, ends up... because he's playing like a dc hero you right. know um, right and we have to appeal to um boring suburban families i guess uh-huh. <laughs> we don't want to offend anyone and and then com- conversely you end up actually making it much more of a point or a big deal than if you were just like you said gabby like you just here's who he is like let it go who cares or and also kind of adding another layer to what you're saying about that scene being very pornographic in love vincent in okay. that in this show there's a scene there's a very explicit straight sex scene that I thought was a little uncomfortable for me just considering the actor's ages it wasn't pornographic in the sense that it wasn't uh or at least I didn't find it to be like lascivious or anything but it was definitely like more than I've seen in most teen shows so the the, the scene with August and Felice right there's a purpose to it uh he's not making her get off so she helps herself and he's an insecure jealous bitch so he has an issue with it right so there's there's a purpose to the sex being explicit Right. Um, so the show goes there, right? Uh, it's not gratuitous in any way. And in the show with, with Willis and Simon, there is no purpose here in showing anything, right? It's that like they're having sex and we're done, right? And I think that's the conversation that keeps coming up over and over in the Scam remakes about yeah. the level of nudity. And I think it just drives to that. Like, is there a purpose to it? 
We haven't talked about what the fuck down yet. Yeah, that's uh, that's a discussion that comes up yeah. if you watch. Doesn't don't one. they somebody have like Zoom sex or whatever it's called? I don't know why might not. And I I hate it. Yeah, I don't hate I don't hate the storyline of what it's trying to talk about intimacy right. and blah blah blah. But I I no I don't. No, I don't like it. That's our next one. So I'm looking forward to it. It leads to a very interesting conversation that I don't think is very nuanced in Hollywood right now about the lack of sex scenes or that there's too much sex scenes or the purpose Mm. of sex scenes. And I think that there is some truth to the both of like every single side. Like you're saying, they have to have a a purpose. And I think we've lost sight of that. (laughs) Are you saying that something to me? It's not that Hollywood is schizophrenic about sex and sexuality. It's that American culture is like we use sex to sell all the time, everything. And yet bad, don't do it, especially not before you're married. Like that's still very predominant, like part of the zeitgeist or whatever of the culture. Yeah, for sure. Something to be ashamed of. There's still shame associated with it. That's what Mm. I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Episode five. Lucia, Lucia. <laughs> yeah, that's the big thing. Yeah, that's the part. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we we start with the the morning after, where uh, I'm assuming the bodyguard is like, "Hey, you should go to class." <laughs> hey, Jeff, that was very. He funny. knows. Yeah. He knows. <laughs> yeah that definitely made me laugh and the big sort of plot thing of this episode is that alexander has been suspended because he got caught with the drugs from the party and so how do we how do we handle that august very quickly is essentially like we need to blame simon we have to protect alexander and you know that way we protect ourselves and obviously wilhelm is like my boyfriend what (laughs) which leads to which is a moments of awkwardness with simon again they fight about it and those williams williams trying to talk about it simon's like no how (laughs) how has it seen my conversation essentially again they're coming from just completely different viewpoints on on that but it does lead to um Wilhelm sort of um, invoking the loyalty uh, oath that he got from them just an episode ago and saying yeah no alexander's taking the fall um and This is a fun little sort of almost throwaway line where Wilhelm just says, oh, it's it's no biggie that Alexander takes the fall. He goes to go to some school in Switzerland, whatever. And this whole sort of internalized do crime, get away with it. That uh-huh. mentality that they all have, right? Uh-huh. He says, oh, we got caught with drugs. Uh, regular people go to jail. You go to a school in Switzerland. Right. <laughs> it's like, what? And no one bats an eye. It's like, yeah, yeah of, cor- uh, of course that's going to happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yet they can't, but but then at the same time, they can't take the moment to think about what the consequences would be for Simon because they don't care. No, because they don't, they don't care. care. Yeah. They just- so I think from Willem, there is an awareness. I think him saying that is like almost him, or at least I interpret it as him understanding the con- how much dire the consequences would be for Simon and for, mm. uh, for, for the other boys or for Alexander. Um, also with August, saying like oh it's going to be Simone right we're going to make him take the fall I mean it makes sense for him to think that because I mean even if he hadn't known anything about the relationship it would he would totally do that because of the class thing yeah Yeah, but but you can't divorce it from that he is saying it because that's a simple solution to his problem exactly and so when he's saying it there's this gleam in his eye when he's looking at Willem straight and just being like we're gonna do this right what he's also supposed to say he's testing him like will you you know show your class solidarity will you stand up to your royal duties your class duties or will you will you follow your heart will you follow your heart yeah (laughs) like a loser that's also where sort of like all of the money problems that August is having come, come to light. We knew from a couple episodes ago that 
Simon is actually the only one that knows. And then he, he tells Willem and we do see that phone call. And this is sort of where everything, when Willem sort of betrays August in his eyes, right. And sort of invokes his plays above him. Uh, he also outs his, his problems uh, and basically says you're, you're out of the school. And that's the final thing that really motivates uh, August to send the video. Uh, but what we momentarily find out right after is that, in fact, Wilhelm has taken care of, uh, has asked the queen, the royal family, to take care of the money problems so that he can finish out the year. Which I love as a move from Willem, just in this kind of, uh, I don't know, it's so real, like you, 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 you want to like, your annoying cousin, but, <laughs> but at the same time, he's your freaking cousin. What are you going to do? You have to help him out. Like you're not cruel. He's not cruel. So, uh, so yeah, but then of course how it backfires on, on it backfires a lot. And I think like, I think as much as he finds him annoying, I think Willem does take to heart what Eric has told him, right? Like he's your family, he's your cousin, like he's there for you. And, and he keeps telling him, I'm here for you. I'm the person you can trust. Uh, and so I think he has won a place um, of genuine, like, care. he genuinely cares for him to some extent. Yeah. Um, and in fact, the whole, whole, whole moment, actually, now that you say that, is a very Eric move, I think, where he is taking control and he's taking ownership or he, he's owning that he is the crown prince and that he has authority, both in the sense that he's not going to let August treat him like a secondhand cousin, but also... Um, he'll take care of the problems, you know? So it is a very kind of like a grown up adult Eric move almost. Yeah. Mm. And before everything falls apart, this is also sort of like the one episode where we do get Willem and uh, Simon sort of having fun. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the happiest they've ever been yeah. in the entire show, right? Yeah. Playing good video moments. games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sure. They know. The yeah. know. And I'm like, yeah. everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, and in terms of Sara, this is that moment where she gets invited into the school for the like the sleepover and she really gets that taste of what it is to be in man Manor House, right? Is that what it's yeah, called? It's, it's the girls. Uh, yeah, girls, and the, yeah. with the girls and that fancy dinner and uh, and then really that moment of final acceptance is where Felice, I called it, pulls a center stage and lets her be the Lucy, not knowing that perhaps she's given her too much of a taste. It's a fun little throwaway scene where uh, Sara is at the dinner uh, and they're, they're saying grace, which is just not done in Sweden. Nobody does this. Super uncommon. So she's just looking around going, what the fuck? Are these kids actually doing this? Uh, I mean, you, you, you've seen the boys do the same thing like back in episode one as well. Uh, formal dinners, right? Uh, so that's the kind of fun thing to sort of her characters. Like, so is, is this the world? Is this what this world is really like? That is so interesting. That is so interesting. Because that that's this group tradition. Like, yeah. that's just Okay. Exactly. That they would maintain this ritualistic traditional tradition. And almost to Sarah's eyes, I can imagine now seeing it, thinking about it, I'm like, oh, it almost feels like a cult, mm. right? Like, <laughs> I'm seeing those Midsommar vibes. You must be so tired of, of people representing that movie <laughs> with it's regards fine. to Sweden. It's a good movie. Sorry, good movie. Good movie. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but no, it's, it's, it's the whole, so Christianity in Sweden is, of course, complicated, or, well, not that complicated. No one is Christian. That's how it works. Everyone <laughs> says they are, no one is. 
okay. or, the, 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 or like nominally people are Christian, right? People are culturally Christian. Is this that's, the word we're using? That's how I sometimes identify. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I have a bunch of friends. I mean, all of my friends are atheist as fuck, right? Yeah. Uh, and a bunch of them got married in a church by a priest. Oh yeah. We go to funerals yeah, in a church. Yeah, we, we do these things, right? I when I was a kid. Uh, our sort of end of year assembly at school was at the local church. So it was Christmas, you get someone reading from the gospel, the Christmas gospel, right? And no one believes, but you just do it. You just go through the motions, right? That's uh, so it is a thing. Yeah. Uh, but everyone sort of avoids the, 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 actual, the, the, the actual belief, the actual thing that's praying is just not done. Okay. Right? And then that's there's really these people who are keeping these traditions like, no, no, we're praying. No one believes. Even though probably no one in that room actually yeah, no, no. has any Christian feeling, right? Yeah, absolutely right. none of them. That's fascinating, actually. Yeah, but you do it because tradition, right? You, yeah. you do this thing because you do this thing. Yeah, that's totally fascinating. Yeah, I mean, there's also a thing, going back to the whole uh, constitution, constitutional monarchy thing, right, is that if you want to inherit the throne, you have to be mainline Protestant because Europe had a little war about that thing <laughs> for a hundred years or so where everyone just killed each other of this whole protestant catholicism lutheran thing right yeah so it's part of countries like constitutions of all the countries like you have to be this you have to be that right so it's it's a big thing you can cannot remove that thing oh, well, wow. you mention it i mean religion is fundamental to the institution of monarchy itself because the whole idea is that god ordained yeah the king by, by the grace of god yeah. yeah yeah so you have one props up the other whether you believe in it or not <laughs> yeah yeah you're right i hadn't thought about it that way which is which is interesting but and, and then you yeah. see sort of sarah encountering this and go like what she, she's asked the audience like like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> kind of funny it is funny too because it's one of those moments where you can kind of a little bit tell that she's learning a little bit because she mm. does not immediately comment on it <laughs> yeah <laughs> right and someone a couple of times people have said to her by this point I think I mean obviously they've said to her like you don't have to say everything but I think I feel, almost feel like somebody brought to her attention now I can't remember the line of dialogue but something to the effect of just you know be quiet and take in rather than always mm. well I think it was uh, in the I think in the previous episode when she makes up with Felice, Felice is like, you don't have to say everything, you know? Right. But again, Felice is very quick to want to forgive her because uh, again, she's trying to be empathetic and genuinely wants to be her friend. Out of curiosity, yeah. why do you guys think Felice does want to be Sarah's friend? I think I might not just not have picked up on it. Sort of feels, a little bit feels sorry for her, right? Yeah, I think so. A uh, bit. But also, I mean, they're bonding over the horse. She, Sarah is helping her quite a lot with the horse. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't think she anyway. minds taking someone under her wing, you know? Yeah, because, exactly. Yeah. And she's ultimately not the mean girl. Yeah. Right. I, I like what the show sort of wants you to think. Right. Uh, and then the show lets go, no, 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 these are not mean girls. These are actually nice girls. I think yeah. she's a little curious about her too. Like someone with Asperger's, what, is, what does that look like, right? Yeah. So. And Sarah does come and help her when she's sick at the party. I just yes. remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I think that really endears her a little bit. And so she starts to see when uh, Sarah's helping with the horse, not as a confrontation, right? It's something that can benefit her. Oh yeah. And then Sarah sees August at the school library, which is very funny because everyone's like, who uses the <laughs> library computer? <laughs> in this day and age so that's why it's noteworthy you're like wait that's weird that you're actually using the actual 
library computer. Oh, you mean that Sarah notices it because it's weird that he's using it. Yes. 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 Yeah. yeah, it's like two schemers seeing each other and uh, recognizing each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she can't quit quite put the pieces together yet but enough to note of it she's mm-hmm. like oh, okay all right I, uh, anything else from episode five not really only one thing is that uh, the headmistress explicitly tells august that he's out ah yes that's right that, that's yeah so a, i mean there's a bunch of things happening in the episode where he's just being pushed down and losing oh. things Felice yeah. breaks up with him. He's going to get kicked out of school. Wilhelm r- removed his authority in the society. He has yep. no money. Everything is shit. And he's super pissed, right? So the show does a good job of sort of making us under- at least, if not empathize, at least understand why well, he's doing what he's doing. Also, right? his immediate face after he sends it is like, what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, there is, like, he doesn't even have to, because he already knows what the aftermath is going to be. So he does not have to see it to start yeah, already. Yeah. Yeah, um, regretting the choice that he made, but yeah. at that point, it's too late. Yeah, he's he's the quintessential, just like so well done. The villain who you both just detest what he does and totally just get it. Like, yeah, yeah it's like that's so hard to do. All right, and that leads us to the last episode, which I just called "Scandal." <laughs> <laughs> that's what the newspaper said too. I love how somebody. <laughs> in the um this is so minor in the reactions there's like a bunch of like line like text going up the screen or whatever and one of them just says class traitor (laughs) (laughs) yes poor simone what he has to deal with so we are dealing with the immediate aftermath uh and the first things first things first is that the queen is here she's like great I got to come down and actually deal with this myself. Um. Yeah, it's, it's really damage control mode, right? It's like, oh, fuck. And she just takes command. It's like the, the, the headmistress is like, well, uh, this is super sorry. We're going to do this. She's like, no, I'm running the show now. This is what we're doing. Yes. <laughs> the headmistress is notable in that scene where she's like, I don't know how it could have happened. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the same attitude she has towards Willem. She's like, this is what you're going to do. You're going to deny it to you. You can't really tell it to you. And that's what we're doing. And no, there is no room for discussion. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if what she's if she says anything of any type of comfort to Willem at that moment. There's a scene where she sits on the bed with him and it almost uh, seems yeah, like that's she's it. done. That's it. She starts kind of like that and then she's like, <laughs> yeah and that's yeah yeah it starts off like she's gonna be empathetic and connect with him and she I think she asks him about his feelings or something like that and then by the end it's just like well too bad (laughs) and then at the same time we have uh Simon uh, trying to just go to the grocery store and his face is all over the tabloids and he brings one home which is not the right choice at all my man It's, it's kind of funny. So the tabloid they're doing, right? They're, they're spoofing uh, an existing tabloid or one that existed a couple of years ago. Like okay. Super similar name. Yeah. And the headlines are totally believable. This is exactly what these tabloids would look like if something like this would happen. It's, it's fantastic. It's so well done. I, I laughed so hard at it, right? It's like this so weird, breathless way of making a scandal out of a thing, right? It's, it's hilarious. Uh, yeah tragic for simon of course but super funny even without understanding the words just the um the layout and the color design and everything is so spot on yeah yeah uh yeah and so we have that contrast between what's the response of the queen which is deny 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 and uh uh linda's uh simon's mom respond which is we we need to go to the police right this is like here have some milk and cookies 
Yes. And a hug. <laughs> and a hug. And a hug. <laughs> throughout throughout yeah. the episode, we did that. Like, what do you need? Like, I'm here for you. Like, I'm here to comfort you. Um, not so much the queen, right? Yeah, no, she's all business. And we do know that uh, they had this point at the beginning. They haven't, Simon and Willem haven't been really communicating with each other, but they eventually do text each other and agree to go back to school and meet up and talk about it. In this together whatever i do really love the students gossiping it felt very normal and not necessarily mean-spirited it's just and also again going with the theme of no homophobia right nobody cares it's more like oh we should have seen that coming yeah they were flirting yeah that's kind of cute <laughs> there's also the scene where august comes with the food for uh Wilhelm. Mm-hmm. and i mean props to the actor holy crap man he looks so tiny so defeated so weak mm-hmm. right and because yeah. it's just you know it's eating him up right and he's not his usual confident, nope. smarmy <laughs> self, right? Malice, we've seen him. And, and that's why I do like how sincere he is in that moment, because I believe it, despite that yeah. I know these other motivations behind everything he's doing. Yeah, they're they're back at the school. I think they're in the locker rooms or something. I don't remember where they yeah. meet up. Again, it's one of those moments where they do, they are communicating and they do communicate well, even if we understand that Willem is still struggling with what he's supposed to do not like mom gave him much of a choice and but again simon is trying to be that voice of reason to be like one they can't tell you what to do you're still your own person to which william is like am i uh (laughs) and two we didn't do anything wrong right right and so he's just beautifully laid out yeah Yeah, and kind of like the balls in your court and of course the entire scene is shot absolutely beautifully as well yes i love that it's so pretty great choices all around yeah, I love the composition. I love the shot choices, all of it. It's really nice. And of course, the, the dialogue, the key dialogue, right? We haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. Which is yep. so important to hammer down. It's like, no, you no, you are, you are victims, both of you, actually, yeah. of circumstances and other people. Very good message. It's kind of like that part about Sarah's journey where I'm still a little bit more conflicted, right? She goes yes. and she uh, blackmails August. She wants to be a boarder and sort of her attitude towards her mom and her brother um, throughout is not great. With her character, a little bit, I felt like I was watching something from the outside and not really having an experience. And it's only really in this episode when she when she says to Simone, but no one likes me when I'm me, that yeah. I got where she was coming from and yeah. was suddenly like, oh, it'll be okay. Like very, very like wanting to comfort and forgive. But uh, some, I wonder though, if it would have been more interesting if it had been more of like a journey I was on with her. But on the other hand, I don't know, there's also something interesting about she's so sort of what is she going to do next kind of uh, character that there's something interesting about that too. Yeah, it, it also that thing also speaks to the, her to her having learned how to play the game, right? She knows yeah. it's a game. She knows she can't be herself. She has to, she also has to put on a facade to sort of yeah. fit in with the yeah. like the normal girls, think, right? And I think that's where so her sort of anger towards Simon is coming from because it's a little bit like she knows that she's betraying both mm-hmm. of them, right, by making yeah. this choice, choosing to be this other person, right? And then also just the choice to be wearing that dress that she was given. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, is so touching and heartbreaking in a way because she's accepting being a hand-me-down in a very weird way. In, in like her desire for more, she's actually putting herself less. Yes. Uh, yes. It's super sad. The only thing I could think about, there's a Simpsons episode 
where Marge gets a pink Chanel dress and she gets accepted into some sort of high, more high society in, in Springfield, right? And she has to sort of cut and recut and resew the dress and sort of, because she can't afford anything, right? Yeah, she has to fit in, dress. right? It's the, yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing I could think about. The dress almost looks the yeah. same. It's like, yes, you're Marge Simpson. <laughs> Great. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Ultimately, William, Wilhelm, sorry. <laughs> Called him William. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, um, mom comes to pick him up to take him to the interview. And once more, she does briefly meet uh, Simon and greets him. So, you know, she gets like half a point for that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just being polite, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. doesn't spit on him. That's no. something. <laughs> yeah. uh, and again, hammers, hammers down that whole, uh, you know, family, loyalty, the crown. This is what duty. matters. Duty. Yeah. yeah. And 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 then we I I do kind of love the choice that we don't get to see Willem deny like him actually uh, in the interview that we just hear it from mm. secondhand. Um, I thought that was really interesting. And so the focus is more on Simon's uh, heartbreak again. It's also uh, funny. Ayub uh, is reading reading the statement from the royal court, right? And it is hundred percent PR speak. Yeah. It's just this is this is not a human talking this is this is a pr person wrote this thing and it's also that everyone has to be free to live their lives yes. regardless of sexuality blah 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 yes. blah 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 and well, at the same time no you're lying yes. yeah and, well, no, and, of- and there is this, this very specific language that these families uses it's why uh, a couple of years ago when uh, harry first defended megan he wrote this statement that someone this website i call calls it the love shield where he is telling basically reporters like fuck off like i love her uh and it's one of the first times that you see a little bit of a language that feels like this man actually like wrote this you know or like uh and and so it's just glimpses of human feeling which you don't really get (laughs) most of the time with these like you you look at their even their instagram posts you're like again a robot wrote this like, yeah, like every single word is carefully chosen. And, yeah. you know, they did that, you know, they did one of those tests where they bring in people from the audience and they're like, what do you think of this yeah. word? Does this word make you feel good? <laughs> Willem, again, his his whole thing is like, I, I want to be normal. And his mom is like, well, you can't. Um, and so he gives in. Um, and we go back to what we were talking about. To him, that doesn't mean that he can't be with Simon, right? Simon, he's like, and so that's why his his immediate reaction is to go uh, see him. But that's not enough for Simon, who says, nope, I'm not going to be your secret. I'm not going back in the closet. Sorry. I think a choice to not show Willem making the speech is it's a double-edged sword. I do appreciate that it allows the focus on Simon, but it also a little bit, I don't know, protects, let's say, Willem or, I mean. Because you don't get to see him do the terrible thing. Yeah. And it, yeah. And, it, and it sort of like mm, puts his big character moment to the side in a way. So I don't know, just an interesting choice. I don't, I don't have a. I mean, I, I, you're not necessarily wrong. I think it's nice to what you were saying too about that hug and what is it saying? Like, is he a coward? Because we don't see the coward moment we're told about right. it. So right. I can, I can see where you're coming from with that. And then we kind of get the aftermath and throughout Felice has been playing detective and she's the one who figures out that it was August who took the video because of the pixels. Mm-hmm. That that was good, good detective work. As an armchair detective myself, I I was proud of, the, of her for that. <laughs> and she immediately goes and tells Willem, uh, and he's very upset. He calls his mom, and that's where we get the 
terrible phone call where she says, I knew and it doesn't change anything. And uh, you got to do this to make to make your brother's death mean anything. It could be seen as a very manipulative thing, actually, as it's sort of like the one thing she knows he'll I mean, he has no <laughs> defense against that. Nope. Yeah, no. he, he loves Eric, right? So yeah, yep. Eric would Eric would have wanted you to do this. Yep. Stop me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um and because he can't get any type of he can't you know getting mad at his mom doesn't do anything he can't do anything the one thing he can do is confront august and so he does and he says he cuts him off he says you're no longer my family at that point august 100 percent believes those words he, yeah like and and he knows what that means i'm possibly the most interested to see what that means in season two, two. out of all the storylines like most of them i can kind of like get the general gist of like simone and willem are going to continue to be a will there won't they i mean you know i i know <laughs> generally speaking what's going to happen with but that one I'm like what does that mean how much power does he have to do this does he just mean like you're cut off from me or is he literally you know out of the school out of the family would you know would his mother stand for that will he pull rank no, I, I, guess I don't think his right. mother would stand for that now but like he's gonna be right. king eventually, but so eventually. It, yeah so it does matter though like the micro version of that within the yeah. school um, I have a horrible prediction for season two a way to make some sort of really interesting uh, plot twists is that if the the problem with Wilhelm being in the line of succession right is that he can't have heirs maybe possibly to need to bring someone in who can so you need to expand the line of succession and August is his second cousin so he's related by blood oh so a super terrible thing they could do is to say is to bump in August into the line of succession Oh, if there's this kind of movement in the country of people who are like, we have nothing against gay people, but we but, have to have a prince who can have a lineage. Yeah. Interesting. Or by having Wilhelm just abdicate and give up his... Yeah, exactly. Uh, his, give right. up That's up also, also a possibility, right? Yeah. And then have... Because there's also... There have already been conversations between them about this, right? They, they, they have this sort of thing when they're drunk and high, like, would you trade places with me? And August is like, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Heartbeat in a heartbeat, you would like absolutely, and he totally. loves it, and he he's trained for it, right? He knows this, he knows this shit. He he would do a good job according or to sort of their 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 yeah. logic, right? Except I feel like he would be the dark side of Eric. Like yes. Eric, I think would have been yeah. the good prince slash king who mm-hmm. understands the responsibility of it but but also takes responsibility whereas i feel like august will be like a bad king you know (laughs) yeah i think he thinks he knows what he's doing but ultimately now he's there's too much going on there but yeah that's really fascinating to think about yeah he is pretty high up in that line of succession yeah Yeah. his father like presumably brother of the queen no uh he's a second cousin so it means he oh. shares a great grandparent with Wilhelm. Oh man! Okay. Which means that his dad uh, could have been, might be the cousin of the queen. Okay. Okay. Yes. Maybe. So, so it's it's. I mean, it's it's far off. They the show hasn't really given any details about what the the entire royal family yeah, looks like know. or whatever, right? But it's it's possible. It's plausible. You you could go in this direction if you wanted to. And most importantly, August's dad is dead. Yeah. Which means that he has the title of, of his little noble family, right? He, he has it. He's the baron or count or whatever. Um, 
so otherwise if, if his father would be before him in the line of succession right but if he's gone and his grandparents are gone then it's him yeah, yeah. that's fascinating theory and that makes that yeah exactly and this, this is the thing you if you don't <laughs> if you're not familiar with monarchy and bloodlines and shit you will like yeah whatever but <laughs> if you do you can sort of think of these things right yeah that's or, fascinating know, watch and too much game of thrones that. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's and i was gonna say that that you know uh yes that there, I think a power struggle one way or another is going to play out in the next yeah. season in terms of, mm. I think you're totally, you know, hitting the nail on the head over that question of lineage. What part August plays in it? You know, I like your idea, but maybe like another cousin shows up now that we yeah. Not that we've realized that we actually don't have a good picture of the whole family. Maybe there are older cousins, but yeah. Anyway, fascinating. Don't know who the spare was, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and we don't have a release date, but I assume maybe again, summer. Hopefully. I'm guessing. Yeah. Or late summer. I don't know. They're, they're shooting this spring, right? So it's going to take place yeah. immediately afterwards. I'm assuming they're doing the spring, spring semester or whatever. August is going to graduate. He's going on a bus and he's the Russ bus. No, wait, shit, wrong show. <laughs> are, there, are there any like traditions like that that you do like your last year? Similar, but not quite as insane as what the Norwegians do. In, in Sweden and in Denmark, you rent a truck with your class or your friends or whatever, right? And put some banners on it get driven around, drink a lot of beer, whatever. So it's like a bus, but a mini version only for a single day. And you just okay. rent it and you're done with it, right? I saw uh, that on some Dutch show, I think. And it, they were all wearing kind of like little sailor hats. I don't know if that was... Yeah, probably student caps, but yeah. Okay. They look kind of like it, yes. Got it's, it. a thing you get. it's a thing you get when you graduate. So really it's the Norwegians were still like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah <laughs> the Norwegians like like how much money do you kids have yeah. what the hell yeah. i know you guys have oil but this is a lot guys they go hard they go hard <laughs> yeah and i'm always like how do you take finals and do this ah <laughs> i don't know if the show is gonna go there this is a private school and uh, i don't know these days in sweden uh you do it often as a group you, you get together with your class your friends this, this shit changes over time, right? When I was a student, it was more important to do it by yourself. Your family does something for you. Oh, okay. Um, so it's a different version of the same thing, right? But then people wanted to go big and then it makes sense to sort of join up with others, yeah, right? But when I was a kid, you sort of, you go at it alone. And it's basically your family picks up the newly graduated student and sort of brings them home in a in triumph, right? That's, the, that's, the, that's, that's what we're going for, right? Yeah, a, yeah. Exactly. Um, back then, uh, kids who were really rich were picked up in helicopters. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> the, rent, renting a sports car, a cool sports car, that's sort of the upper middle class, what you did. Right. Um, using, your, using your own car, yeah, you're a little bit lower class, right? Upper class, like, eh, here's your chopper. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure. That's also spending money, but yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have any other predictions for season two? I'm interested to see what ends up happening with Sarah because at this point, I assume August thinks that she told. So um, I don't know if she's gonna find a way back into Manor House. I'm kind of really intrigued to see where that's gonna go. Yeah, she's my other super like favorite. Yeah. And I mean, we already covered the uh, ending. The yes. fourth wall breaking. The hug. The hug. <laughs> Hope you have a nice Christmas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. And while we're at it, Happy New Year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Um, I think that's it. Any final thoughts? I don't know. What other shows are you watching, Henrik? Right now. Any recommendations? Uh, uh, no. Trash. Sorry. I need to watch <laughs> The Expanse. I need to watch The Witcher. I watched Wheel of Time. That was kind of interesting. It's, it's, it's okay. okay. Yeah, I'm watching The Witcher right now. Um, mm. And I'm watching Station Eleven. Let's go. I'm, that's my next watch. Yeah, I just finished Squid Games and Midnight Mass. So I'm in a different, I'm in like a horror mode yeah. for some reason. <laughs> did you like Midnight Mass? I did, yeah. Okay. I've only seen I, I mean, that was an interesting genre mashup, I'll say that. And it's from the showrunner who did Haunting of Hill House. So it has that style of horror. Yeah, I, I, I only watched the first episode and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, but I, I like the creative team and I, I like the guy who plays the sheriff, Raul. I, watch basically yeah. um, i do think the first episode is not uh, like i kept with it but it i can see okay. it being like this is where is this going this is boring yeah but i am enjoying station 11 I, i'm not sure if i'm ready a pandemic show the first episode is the hardest in terms of that because okay. it's like the hospitals and whatever yeah. It's like because most of it is 20 years after, a little bit more removed. Um, and Rick, for context, so we are in a book club together also. And one of the books that we read just before pandemic, by total coincidence, like maybe two, three months earlier was Station Eleven. Okay. Yeah, at that point, HBO Max had already ordered the show. And then they were like, I guess we're filming this in a <laughs> pandemic and releasing this in a pandemic. Cool. <laughs> All of a sudden. <laughs> and so here we are. Actually, like, I want to watch We Are Lady Parts. We Are Lady Parts, yes. You need to watch We Are Lady Parts. I need a break. It's good, and it's short, and uh, it's fun, and it got renewed for a second season, which I was surprised about. Excellent. Uh, um, yeah, I think that's it then. Do you, do you have your um, your socials to plug? I I'm only sure. have my Tumblr. I have a personal private Instagram with a single photo on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't do that. I don't do Twitter either. It's, uh, it's terrible. I yeah, it. it's, a, it's a toxic pit. Yeah. <laughs> No, I love but, it. <laughs> but I'm also for 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 scam or my scam work, right? Since it's um, questionable the legality of it, I'm obviously keeping it separate from uh, got it, my got real it. life, right? So it's only my Tumblr that I'm really sort of promoting yeah, this thing that's, on, that's right? Fair. It's a struggle, but yeah, I'm very glad it exists. Uh, that's where I send my friends when I try Good. to get them into a scum these days i'm like it's so much easier than ever here just just go here yeah uh, it's, and it's really like an enormous amount of work and just uh amazing that you do it and so yeah so cool <laughs> and thank you yeah no i mean it's the reason i do it because the show is so good and people should watch it right you want to make it as simple as possible for everyone so Spreading the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> getting that feedback is fantastic. And then we, we've got our email, Christ Norwegian at Gmail and Christ Norwegian Pod, our Instagram. And then we also got our Tumblr. So check us out. That's it. Thank you so oh. much. And I don't know. How do you say goodbye in Swedish? Edel. Have you like, never been to Ikea? They print it in a huge things going when you exit Ikea in America. <laughs> Edel. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, guys. This was fun. Take care. Really, really fun. Bye.